take a walk, ride, stroll, or just listen as you take hold and engage because you are now entering the Cerebral Podcast. Joke of the day. What kind of tile makes you sore if you see it again? Answer. A reptile. Because if you see it again, it will make you dinosaur. Thought of the day comes from Robert Sapolsky. He is an American neuroendocrinologist, researcher, and author. He is currently a professor at Stanford University. He said, the stress response is incredibly ancient evolutionarily. Fish, birds, and reptiles secrete the same hormones we do, yet their metabolism doesn't get messed up the way it does in people or other primates. Hello friends and welcome back to The Cerebral Podcast. The Cerebral Podcast is me talking about my crutches as disability devices and literary devices. I also offer up advice to help parents, kids, and anyone else who wants to learn about my interpretation of disability engagement. I was born with cerebral palsy. It is a movement disorder that moderately impacted my balance and coordination. I grew up in New York in competitive schools where I was mainstreamed in the 1970s and 1980s. I was the only kid with a long-term physical disability in the school. As a result, I often used my cerebral against the palsy like an oxymoron. In other words, I used my brain to work through many of my physical challenges. Reasonable accommodation in the ADA didn't become law until 1990 or broadly accessible to me until I was at Marist College in 1991. Reasonable accommodation is an adjustment made to accommodate or make fair the same system for an individual based on a proven need. As a result, I often used enriched environment examples to increase my own social emotional learning. I want to pass on my knowledge and experience to help the next generation of parents and kids. This is episode 64. Thank you for joining me today. Preface. During the month of July, I have been talking about freedom and independence. Today, I will be talking about the primitive or the reptilian brain. In this week's Rite of Pass Experiences or Rope, I will be talking about my first exposure to reptiles in the TV miniseries 
vein. It was a 1983 science fiction miniseries about reptile aliens that first appear to be human. Be sure to listen for one or two things that you can take away from this episode. Now, let's both take hold and engage. According to Psychology Today, the reptilian brain, otherwise known as the primitive brain, is involved with the basic needs to satisfy thirst, hunger, and other survival needs. The primitive brain also utilizes procedural habits and memories. Automatic routines, which are learned over time or repetition, can be done without thinking. Other higher functions of the brain enables language, abstraction, and planning. The reptilian brain is also sometimes referred to as the R-complex or the lizard brain. The term comes from the idea that some scientists believed that primitive animals like lizards, reptiles, and birds were dominated by instinctual behaviors. This includes aggression, dominance, and marking territories. In other words, animals and mammals refer back to primitive behavior in order to defend against primal threats. In this week's Right of Past Experiences, or ROPE, I am talking about the 1983 science fiction miniseries, V. It was a two-part miniseries written and directed by Kenneth Johnson. Kenneth Johnson was a TV writer, producer, and director. He was also involved with the development of the Six Million Dollar Man, The Bionic Woman, and the Bill Bixby, Lou Ferrigno version of The Incredible Hulk. I will include the previous podcast episodes in the show notes. The, the original miniseries, involved aliens known as visitors coming to Earth and followed the way the Earth's population reacted. The visitors arrived in a fleet of 50 saucer-shaped motherships. These ships appeared in major cities across the world. They revealed themselves on the roof of the United Nations in New York City. They appeared to be human. They said they were peaceful, but a TV cameraman discovers the aliens were carnivorous reptilian humanoids with horned foreheads and green scaly skin. In a memorable scene from the series, it had one of the alien leaders named Diana eating a guinea pig. As a reminder, Here's a trailer clip of the series. 
Tonight is your chance to see how it all began, to relive the excitement that is V, the most extraordinary miniseries ever. A daring TV journalist struggling to uncover the startling truth behind the alien's visit to Earth. And a beautiful and brave young scientist fighting for the very survival of the human race. Together, they take you on a fantastic journey to meet the visitors. Prepare yourself for a television event that's out of this world. Prepare for V. Next. The scientists were discredited and they formed a resistance against the alien invaders. V the miniseries capitalized on the popularity of science fiction franchises like Star Wars. The two-part miniseries ran for 200 minutes. The miniseries had 40% of the television audience watching it. In November 2005, Entertainment Weekly magazine named V, the miniseries, one of the 10 best miniseries on DVD. One of the reasons why I liked the miniseries was because of the action and the fight against the oxymoronic, higher evolved reptilian aliens. The laser fights and resistance fights also appealed to me. I later appreciated the different levels of strategic struggle against stronger and outnumbered forces. Currently, it reminds me of people without disabilities that don't have the capacity and understanding in fighting for independence and inclusion. Sometimes people without disabilities make the error in judgment that people with disabilities are worth less or they can't be as productive as able-bodied people. But the amount of internal effort and resistance that many people with disabilities face actually reveal people with disabilities can power their own actions and lives. But responsible decision-making and executive functioning often gets blocked by parents, siblings, and even systems. This sometimes impedes disability independence. But disability independence is an oxymoron that is worth fighting for. Were there one or two things that you heard in this episode that you could lean into? Thank you for allowing me to be a voice inside your head. Please share this podcast with someone you know. Were there one or two specific things that you learned or liked? Would you mind joining and sharing it on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group? You can listen to the show on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Thank you to the listeners who support the show on the Cerebral Podcast Facebook group. I invite you to join the group.
You can also email the show at thecerebralpodcast at gmail.com or send questions, comments, or ideas for the show. And remember, it takes effort to be vulnerable, be accountable, and be respectful in the way you treat others and yourself. You can be the biggest variable in your life when you take ownership. Now, take hold, engage in your world. You are now leaving the Cerebral Podcast. I never give up.